Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome back. This is episode number 69. Today, I'm going to share with you four big take-home points, four big takeaways that I guarantee, I guarantee you will see yourself in at least one of them, if not two or three or maybe all four of them. And it all starts with what happened just a few weeks ago. So I met with a longtime client of mine. She'd always been really into health and fitness, but about a year ago, back in the fall of 2019, she decided to compete in her first fitness contest. Now, we continued coaching for the first few months after that, and the last time I saw her was around early 2020, so maybe like January or February of 2020. At that point, almost three months after her contest, her body had not really changed all that much. Like Usually after you do a contest, there'll be a little bit of rebound weight gain and and your body will kind of level back out. But she was still in incredible shape. Her body fat percentage was pretty close to what we achieved for her contest. And then, boom, all of the lockdown, quarantine, COVID craziness happened. We stayed in touch with just an occasional email here or there, but we really kind of hit the pause button on coaching. So I saw her in January or February of 2020. And then fast forward to early August. It's been about five months since we met or did any really active coaching. So we got together, we discussed things, I checked her body fat percentage, and we looked at what her body weight had done in the past five months. She told me that she continued to practice really good nutrition, you know, really focusing on like a lot of the same elements that we had used for her contest prep. But most days she said, you know, I'll relax a little bit around night and maybe have a few glasses of wine or some other treat. But she said that she would do her best to make up for it by like cutting back somewhere else or maybe adding in a little extra exercise here or there. I mean, it makes sense, right? Like, you've probably thought the same thing. Okay, I know I'm going to have pizza tonight, so I'll just skip lunch. Or I'll just eat the turkey from my sandwich, but not the bread. Or maybe it's something else. Maybe it's like, oh, okay, I I shouldn't have these cookies or that slice of cake or piece of pie or ice cream or whatever. I know I shouldn't have it but I'll just skip dinner and do a little extra cardio tomorrow. (laughs) So that's the kind of strategy a lot of people will fall into. That's the kind of strategy that my client kind of inadvertently took in those, in that five month span when we weren't actively coaching together. So the question is, how did this type of strategy work for her? Okay. Now listen, pay attention, turn the volume up, pay attention because I'm going to share what you never get to see. I'm going to share what really happens with this approach inside your body. Here's the truth. According to the scales, in that five-month period, she had only gained four pounds, which isn't a really big deal, right? And she was actually trying to gain a little bit of muscle anyway, so we were thinking and hoping that was probably muscle. But then we checked body fat, and we discovered the truth. She had actually gained seven pounds of fat and lost three pounds of muscle. That's a 10-pound swing in the wrong direction. (laughs) 
Now, here's what's very, very important for you to know. This lady is incredibly disciplined and incredibly driven. She's always been fit. She enjoys exercise, and she doesn't like pigging out on sweets or other rich, heavy foods. It's just not who she is. It's not how she's wired. So if this can slowly creep up on her, it can certainly happen to any of us in a five-month time span. She never quit working out. She never stopped eating healthy and paying attention to her food. She just relaxed a little too much, and she tried to play the make-up-for-it game with her food and exercise. And if that backfired on her, I'm thinking it probably won't work for you either. So here are four big takeaways from her experience. You ready? Grab your pen. Here we go. Number one, and maybe most importantly, little things matter. And they matter both ways. One of the most common things I see with people who struggle with their weight is this idea that little things don't really matter and they don't really add up. They may not even realize they have this belief, but it's there. And they believe it both ways, like both directions. The little things, the little bites and snacks and treats here and there, like they don't really add up to cause you to gain weight. And then the little things on the other end of the spectrum, like drinking more water or saying no to those little bites and treats, well, they won't add up to help you lose weight. So the little things, be whether they're good or bad, they don't add up. They don't make a difference. This is a 100% recipe for disaster and failure. And honestly, at the end of the day, it's justification just to eat all of those little treats that you really, really want. And to never have to say no because there's no point after all, right? Because it won't make a difference. And it's justification to not have to do any of the stuff you don't want because that stuff won't make a difference either. It's just justification. <laughs> and we don't even realize it. We don't even see it. And once this is deeply ingrained, that the little stuff doesn't make a difference, the little stuff doesn't matter, once that's deeply ingrained in our brain, you know what it instantly leads you to? The worst weight loss strategy known to man. The all-or-nothing perfectionist approach. Think about it. Since the little things don't matter, for good or bad, then the only way you can get results, the only way you can lose weight, is by going all out and doing huge, massive changes. Oh, this is totally wrong. And it never leads to long-term success. Matter of fact, most of the people that have this belief uh, like the, the belief that the little things don't make a difference, they'll never even get started losing weight because their brain instantly sees it as such a huge, overwhelming process. So congratulations, you're eternally stuck in self-justification and no results. Ah, it's bad. Little things do matter, guys. They do. They add up over time, either for you or against you. I promise. Okay, next up, big takeaway number two. The make-up-for-it approach sucks, and it does not work. Look, if anyone could make this approach work, it would be the client that I told you about earlier. Like I said, she's extremely disciplined and driven, and she loves to work out. It's just who she is. So if her body went backwards with the make-up-for-it approach, then do you honestly think it's going to work for you? For goodness sakes, stop trying to barter your way out of being overweight. This makes me think of a personal story that, Oh, geez. If I'm honest, like I'm not so proud of. So a few years ago, I was in a fantasy football league and there was a guy in our league who really didn't know what he was doing. 
man, I can't believe I'm sharing this. So it feels terrible to say it, but I totally took advantage of this guy. I convinced him to make a really lopsided trade. And it wasn't even that hard. Like it wasn't that hard to convince him because he didn't know what he was doing. He didn't know any better. He was blinded to what was really going on. He could not see the truth. This is exactly how it is when you try to use the make-up-for-it approach. It's like you're constantly making trades. The only problem is you are the judge of both sides. (laughs) Well, I'll trade 10 more minutes on the elliptical for this piece of pie that I want right now. What? (laughs) See, you've convinced yourself that it's an even swap, but it's not even close. To burn off just one piece of pie, no ice cream, no whipped topping, no sugary coffee on the side, none of that. To burn off just one small piece of pie, you'll need to do 35 to 45 minutes on the elliptical. And remember, that just puts you back at zero. After you've done 35 to 45 minutes, you can then start your normal workout to progress toward weight loss because all that time was just to make up for the trade you made, the lopsided trade. When you really want something, the truth is you can't be a fair judge. You can't judge that trade fairly. You just can't. And this is exactly why the makeup for it approach doesn't work. You may say, but Corey, look, wait, man, I don't do it like that. I don't do it with exercise. I adjust my food instead. Like if I'm going to have a heavier dinner, maybe wine or pasta or pizza or maybe all three, well, then I'll just cut out my bread at lunch or maybe I'll skip a meal altogether. So when people do this, here's what I most often see. They likely had a nice, nutritious lunch planned. And then they realize, oh, wow, well, we're going to be going out for dinner. Dinner's going to be a little more indulgent. So they cut back or eliminated lunch. Well, congratulations. You just denied your body one high-quality meal that would provide tons of vitamins and minerals and metabolism-boosting nutrients. You just traded that for a sugar-fat-carb bomb later in the day, just a few hours before you go to bed, (laughs) and you rationalize that it's an even trade. And once again, it's not even close. Look, you guys know I'm all about eating and indulging and enjoying totally guilt-free, but this is not the way to do it. You can't guess and barter and use the make-up-for-it approach and be successful losing weight. It just doesn't work. And what's maybe the worst part is that it forces you to become obsessed with the scales because the scales are what you're hoping will tell you whether those were even trades or not. After resuming coaching with me, my client had a pretty profound realization. She sent me a message and she said, God, it's so funny. Like now that I'm, I'm, you know, back to doing what I was doing before and I'm not just constantly making trades, I like, I don't really care what happens to my weight. But when I was trying to balance things out, like balance her trade-offs of good and bad and make up for like this other stuff, I was always concerned with what happened to my weight and always looking at the scales. And that's actually the next takeaway. Number three, the scales never tell the whole story and they rarely tell you the truth. Let me say that one more time. If you take nothing else away from this episode or this podcast, please remember this. The scales never tell the whole story. 
and they rarely tell you the truth. Most of you already know, I am not a big fan of the scales. And this story with my client is a perfect example of why. Somehow, the scales have become the be-all, end-all, the great indicator of success or failure. And that's a tremendous shame. Just imagine, let, let, go with me for a little uh, illustration here, okay? Imagine if someone advertised a new cutting-edge weight loss method that guarantees you'll lose at least 20 pounds in just one visit. You walk in, you're excited, right? Oh, I'm going to sign up for this. You walk in, you sign some forms. They put you under anesthesia. And then you wake up a few hours later without one of your kidneys, missing your right leg, and half of your left arm. What? You're, you're terrified and shocked and upset. But the practitioner looks at you, smiles really big, and says, Step on the scales. We think you'll be pleased. <laughs> Of course you're not pleased. You're missing super important stuff. This is not the weight that you wanted to lose. Ah, and now, maybe with this crazy extreme example, you can finally see what I'm saying about the scales. You can finally see what I'm talking about. They should not be the prime indicator for your success or you're likely to lose some super important stuff. When the scales are your focus, you will do all kinds of stupid things to make the number go down. The only problem is it's not like having your arm or leg cut off. You can't see what's going on inside your body. You can't see what you actually lost. You forced your body to lose whatever, 10 pounds, 15 pounds. Great. What if only 4 pounds of that 15 came from fat and the rest was muscle? Maybe some fluid maybe some bone mass. You can't see that, but trust me, it's terrifying and shocking and upsetting, just like waking up without your leg or arm. The same lady that I told you about earlier who lost muscle and gained fat, she also had a one-month period where the scales barely moved. She only lost about a half of a pound. Okay, so this means she made no progress, right? Not at all. No, no, no. After checking the other numbers, we determined that she had gained two pounds of muscle and lost two and a half pounds of fat in just one month. That's a four and a half pound swing toward the body that she wants. But if we just went by the scales, we would never know it. We would be super disappointed. Man, a wasted month, only a half a pound gone. So my friends, when there are times you know, just you know deep down you're making progress, you can see it in the mirror. You can fill it in your clothes, but the scales aren't moving that much. Do not be discouraged. Just know that there's so much more going on inside your body than what you see on that stupid little machine. And keep on keeping on. And like I, As I like to tell my inner circle, you can't go wrong doing right. Just keep doing the right things and the results will come, regardless of what the scales say right now. Okay, the next and last takeaway, number four, people need coaching. I recently saw a Facebook post that said, you can't see what you can't see. <laughs> and it sounds so simple, but it's so true. You can't see that your weight loss trades, like I talked about earlier, are not equal. You can't see what's going on inside your body. You can't see where you're consistently making excuses and justifying. 
You probably can't see your lack of overall consistency. There are so many things that we just can't see with ourselves. We're too close. Try this. Take a really large like picture or painting, like something you would hang on the wall, and go stand like really, really, really close to it, like one inch away. Guess what? You can't actually see the painting. You can't tell what it is. You're too close. That's how it is when we try to coach ourselves. It usually just doesn't work. When working on an area in life that we struggle with, left to our own devices, we'll veer off course 99% of the time. It's, it's not just you. It's me, too. It's true for everyone, all of us. We all need someone who knows what they're doing, who can step back, see the whole picture for us, see the truth, and then give you guidance. If this is true for the client I've told you about today, it's true for all of us. It's just nearly impossible to coach yourself. So let's do a quick review here, guys. Number one, take big take-home point number one. Little things matter on both ends. The little things will help you lose weight over time, but they can also cause you to gain a lot of weight over time. And if you start believing the lie that little things don't matter, you're doomed. You are doomed for the overwhelming, all-or-nothing, perfectionist weight loss approach. Number two, you cannot lose weight by making trades and using the make-up-for-it approach. Oh, I'll just make up for it. I'll do a little more cardio. Oh, I'll make up for it. I'll, I'll leave bread off of lunch. It just doesn't work, and you're not a good or fair judge. And if you do pull it off, you'll probably wind up losing muscle, which is a big no-no for long-term weight loss success. And you'll just become more and more obsessed with the scales, which leads us to number three. The scales should not be your primary indicator of success because they never tell the whole story and they rarely tell you the truth. Number four, we can't see what we can't see. So if you really, like if you're, if you're fed up and you're just ready, you're really, really ready and you want to make progress and achieve your goals, you probably need a coach because it's basically impossible to coach yourself. If you're like, yes, oh my gosh, he hit the nail on the head. I know he's right. That's me. I need a coach. But you're not quite ready to take that plunge. Then I highly recommend you sign up for my free catalyst program. About 97% of people who try to lose weight fail. And it's not because they lack self-discipline or don't have enough time or don't like to work out. It's something much deeper and much different. It's because over and over again, they keep trying the same dead-end approach that does not work. And this is probably the case with you too. See, there's a really good chance that your program, just like a computer is programmed to do certain things, you're programmed mentally to be unsuccessful with your body. From when you were a kid all the way up to now, the world, society, your family, your friends, social media, and the diet industry, and all of the advertisements you, you see, they have all taught you to think and believe and behave in a certain way. They've taught you a, a screwed up approach that will never get you where you want to be with your body or your life. And this is exactly why I created Catalyst. It's all about teaching you the truth. It's about like doing away with that old programming and teaching you the truth and leading you to that aha, like bingo, breakthrough light bulb moment when your eyes are finally open and you begin to see things clearly. You begin to see things differently, start to think differently and realize, wait a minute, I can do this. I can lose weight. I can get the results I want. I just, 
I just got to look at this differently. I just need a different approach. It just requires a different strategy. You can get full access to the entire Catalyst program. Again, it's 100% free. Just scroll down on whatever podcast platform you're on or click to view the show notes for this episode, and you'll see a link there. Or you can go to my website, CoreyLittleCoaching.com, and if you scroll down, I think it's at the bottom of the homepage. And that, my friends, is it. Until next time, always remember, don't ever forget, it doesn't matter if you weigh 165 or 237 or 422 or 500 pounds even. It doesn't matter because there's so much more to you than what you weigh. You're an incredible and talented human being regardless of what the scales say. And losing weight, man, that's awesome. I love helping people lose weight. But the best thing that losing weight does is that it allows you to live life without restraints. It gives you freedom to live the life that you've always wanted. Losing weight is really all about gaining life. Mm, mm, mm. (laughs) Much love to you guys. I hope you have a great day. God bless. Take care. Bye-bye.